0: This episode of the Yes Girl podcast is made possible by Mac Studio Fix. Having the right base for your makeup is the key to any look. I think we can all agree that we want
1: our cosmetics to look as natural and flawless as possible. MAC's best-selling Studio Fix franchise, featuring the all-new soft matte foundation stick, offers just that and so much more. Lightweight, buildable coverage, shine control, and a matte finish. Studio
0: Fix provides a vast range of shades to complement our beautiful array of hues and provides the tools to create your own masterpiece. A flawless look built to last all day. Visit mattcosmetics.com to match your shade and let your creativity shine.
1: Hey, Marie. Hey, Charlotte. (laughs) You over there, eat your ice, boo. Okay, can we give a shout-out to all the ice eaters out in the world? If you're driving, don't. You Okay, that's right. You can raise your hand, but (laughs) y'all, I chew ice, and when I find good ice... I really love it.
0: You are having like I feel like ice is our third co-host. It is because um, (laughs) especially when
1: we record at our studio, um, there is a particular kitchen that has the best ice. Corey like rushes up here, y'all, and gets a
0: whole cup of the good ice. The good ice. ice? It's the good ice. Well, I'm having a good day. It's my birthday. It is your birthday, Charli. I'm very excited. (laughs) After last week, I won't. We won't go any further. But my name is Charlie Penn. I'm Corey Murray. <laughs> And This is Yes Girl Podcast.
1: <laughs> Look, I'm good. We won't. We'll leave we will just. It we it. All right. But you, I'm curious. What season is it now?
0: Virgo season. Oh
1: my god.
0: Virgos are special, Corey. Do you know a Virgo? I do. You? Okay. Besides me, like can you, do you have Daniel Young? You? Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Moana Lou are Moana Lou. CCO. Um. Mm-hmm. There's been actually quite a few people in my feed whose birthday. Oh is Gia Peppers Gia Peppers shout out Gia so you do know a lot of Virgos I do a lot of Virgos okay so you know I mean I would say none of my really close close friends are Virgos my um, shout out to Karen Kwaku my daughter's godmother is in the September September 27th okay so she she didn't make the cut she didn't make the cut okay (laughs) sorry but shout out anyway Karen I mean because
0: Beyonce is a Virgo so do I have to say anymore oh shout out
1: shout out wait 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 side note speaking of Beyonce yes i was able to watch the making of the gif was it good it was really good i will be honest i missed it live so i was able to go on the abc app and watch it um i realized i've played the gif album every day so you
0: that's your album that
1: is my album i really really like it um T.Y. Savage came in the office um, about two, three weeks ago. I was all I could talk about is keys to the kingdom. I love it. <laughs> but I really loved watching the, the making of the gift. It was kind of interesting. I to heard Blue see. Ivy stole the show. She really did, especially when she was talking about the crown. She was singing. Too, right? She was singing. Um but hearing her speak about her costume that she wore to the the Waco gala that they the art art live gala that they do that um Mama Tina does was really really beautiful but also i loved hearing from all of the different and this is just me nerding out for a second all the different african artists and how they can collaborate with beyonce on the album which was really really cool actually i realized um one of the songs scar which i kind of skip over but seeing how it was made and what it was talking about i'm actually thinking this may now be my favorite song because it really tells the perspective of when you're an outsider uh, and it's really deep. So, guys, go watch it.
0: Yeah, i I still need to watch it. And mm-hmm. it's interesting because the reason I didn't see it ties into what we were talking with today's guest about. So today's guest is special. Jadena is on the show. I see what you did. You see there. what I did there. And Jadena talked about a lot. We talked about. We went there with Jadena. We really did. But my favorite part was when he talked about what he makes time for. Mm
2: -hmm. Because he's
0: making time for his career right now As opposed to some other things Which you'll hear You gotta listen and tune in Because Charlie Penn asked him the critical question Which is Why are you single? Why are you single? You're smart, attractive, well educated Kind Tall Well dressed Did we say attractive? Yeah we did (laughs) Like hello I had to And did we mention
1: that we did the, the, um, (laughs) the recording in his hotel lobby? Seriously
0: and I, I mean, we were intimate. So we were I intimate. figured I would ask what at least a thousand other women want to know. So you're welcome, ladies. But anyway, I really did do the critical work. But the reason I bring it up is because I didn't watch this, the Beyonce gift special because I was tired as hell. Because you can only make time for so much in your life. That is true. Which is what Jenna was talking about. And hubby and I are buying a whole house right now, whole house. And it is so much work. It is so much work (laughs) and going, the realtor, like everything. It's your real life. So I asked God for a house for my birthday and it's about to come true, I think. Yay. But I, yeah, nope. sorry, Beyonce. I mean, whoever.
1: I love that. I love that. That's what DVRs are for. That's what
0: apps are for. I've done nothing. I couldn't tell you what happened on social media this week. I don't know who got engaged. I don't know who had a baby. You don't have to fill me in
1: because I've been being real grown. I will do that after the DeGeneres interview airs. Okay. Alright, so What's up good? next, Jadena So, you know, the obvious thing is to say You know, we're sitting here with a classic man Yes um,
0: <laughs> My favorite thing to say
1: Someone who is a chief mm-hmm. Okay He's recently taken us to Africa mm-hmm. And back Yes, yes You like what she did there? And he's (laughs) christened us women. Okay. As Sufi women, which we're going to talk about because we want to know the backstory of all this because Mm -hmm. it's beautiful. And I kind of want to be one now. I do. Mm -hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Mr. Jadenet in the house.
3: Yeah. Welcome. (laughs) Good afternoon. Good afternoon, brother.
0: How you doing?
3: I'm magnificent. You know, I have the privilege of waking up a little bit later than some people on some days so forgive my groggy voice but uh today's I, one of those days i think with a little uh, i'll uh i'll be no i'm i'm honestly i'm bright every day like you can ask people around me when I, when i wake up i'll be i'm the chi i cheese i'll be like yeah uh. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I think when you have a like a specific purpose in life it allows you to wake up with with a certain zest what
1: do you know what your purpose is? Yeah, what is
3: absolutely. It? And do I don't. Share? I actually don't think it's mine alone. Mm-hmm. What is that? I th- I actually think it's a large group of peoples. Okay. The, the the purpose is to build a Silk Road. It's actually the same purpose of eighty five to Africa. It is to build a very tangible um, highway between the diaspora and the continent, mm-hmm. culturally, economically. I believe it's the most important thing that Black people can do anywhere on the globe, from Africa to the Caribbean to the, to Europe yeah. to here, undoubtedly. Yeah. So that is, and everything else is a subset of that um, because it's all, you're talking about a large group of people, so there's other issues that relate to that. You can't talk about building a highway and not talk about women's issues. You can't talk about being, building a highway and not talk about the queer community's issues. Yeah. You can't talk about mas- uh, leave masculinity aside uh, if you're dealing with this bridge cuz these are the issues you can't dismiss mental health issues mm-hmm. everything in building that highway will be resolved or at least tackled and challenged mm-hmm. so that's 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 my first and foremost purpose when did, when did you
0: find it yeah. though like what was the moment you knew that was your purpose i was kind
3: of brainwashed to be honest like so i grew up m- my dad had a stroke when i was a child mm-hmm like really early on so i didn't know his uh and he was disabled so he you know i grew up his apartment section 8 housing he was before that he was like this brilliant engineer in nigeria he Not, was a professor
1: too yeah right? mm-hmm. a
3: professor in nigeria he didn't make like a ton of money doing it he should have been bill gates steve jobs mm-hmm. but imagine like if that actually worked out History would have been a totally different thing. Like <laughs> I probably would have been this little asshole kid. For real. Like, i would, I be like, would have Jedana, been like,
1: Jadena, oh my God, uh, whatever. He's yeah.
3: such a... Uh, <laughs> I can't stand talking to him. Um, and the, the entire continent of Africa and black people would have been completely different. Mm-hmm. We would have had this technological revolution stemming from us. Mm-hmm. He was racing them, and he did create a computer in the 80s. That wow. was faster than both Jobses and Gates, and you could. This is all fact, oh, wow. and it ran a dual processing system. So you know how now you so can he, like flip yeah. your MacBook yeah. to to PC. Mm-hmm. It that, he did that it in the eighties. He brought collar ID. He was one of the people that brought collar ID to Nigeria before we had it here in the nineties. Oh,
0: wow, he was on the forefront.
3: He, yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. But in the middle, of, but he was too far ahead of his time, and mm-hmm. he didn't have the support and resources he needed. The stress. Really ended up killing him. But at the time when I was a kid, in in the 90s, he had a stroke. And so, therefore, his whole mind was flipped. And he was always on the edge and definitely a wild man. And what I got from him, the positive sides, were uh, him drilling me on Pan-Africanism. And that's kind of the birth of how I think and why I think Mm -hmm. about what I think.
1: Wow,
0: wow. So, Jadena, I'm going to get in your, I'm going to talk to you about women a little bit. we am just going to jump because I I love the way you honor and celebrate mm-hmm. women. And even just your, I was reading your Billboard interview and we were talking about our mystique and our spiritualness yeah. and Sufi women mm-hmm. and how that song is about celebrating that.
1: Yeah. You killed it last night at the uh, Essence Fashion House. Man. Hello. Good Hello. Uh,
3: fun.
0: And then even oh, you talking okay. about men needing to listen to women yeah. and me seeing what a great listener you have been even in this moment.
3: So, uh-huh, I've been yapping. No, but you listen. I'm You know, go. you okay.
0: didn't cut us off not once, mm-hmm. you know, and I mean that's something because we all do that to each other all the time, but men do that a lot to women. Yes. You know, it's like, oh, that's great, but what I was saying, you know, so I see you, brother, and I see that you see us, but I want to talk about what that spirituality and that dopeness that you see in women and your desire to celebrate it and make sure that we see it in ourselves.
3: So I think that where we are right now in terms of like I guess we can call it the black society and or black community or the black conversations that we have, mm-hmm. it it's a pivotal moment because for years we have just ex- we have fought, but I think that women have at this point are just like fed up with not being heard. And so you're getting, mm-hmm. if you look at hip hop music, music and trap music right now, you get the Megan The Stallions, you get City Girls, you get Cardi B. Why is that happening right now? Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's because they're like, man, fuck this we gonna we gonna we gonna control the narrative in the conversation mm-hmm. y'all gonna listen to us and we gonna speak with the aggression that y'all have been giving towards us for years yeah. absolutely um, and i love it uh i i grew up in a household where you, i had two sisters a wonderful sweet mother and two sisters though the way that we were raised my brother my sisters and i they weren't it, it wasn't about they're beautiful but it wasn't about them being pretty mm-hmm. uh, at all, inside or outside the house. That, that was never honored, actually. You know, that mm-hmm. I do really, I, I, And I grew up in separate households or a separate time. They're much older than me. But from what they told me, my dad was all about the intellect. Yeah. And my mom was all about the intellect. It was about how kind and how, uh, but how sharp and smart and assertive you were. That was what it was. So, I, And they own their businesses. Everybody in my family owns something. So I don't, I, I realize that that's a privilege. I, you know, privilege don't come from money all the time. Mm-hmm. It comes from perspective, actually. So I didn't grow up with money, but I had a perspective on education that was different than some of my neighbors. I didn't grow up with money, but I had a perspective on women that was different than the boys and girls, mm-hmm. for that matter, in my neighborhood. So I, I don't like I don't even know how to not to think like this. The thing that I'm trying, always trying to rewire is the bits of misogyny that exist, the sexism that still exists in me, constantly. It's an everyday thing, it, to, and if it's, if it's not in me, then I see it in, in another man, I, and then I have to educate and clear out at some points. If This dude is wilding too much, mm-hmm. especially in my company. I've fired so many men over the years, I fired my homie if I know you for like 15 years. If you don't listen at a certain point, you off the ship. Yeah. Because I can't I can't have an environment. I, I work with a lot of women on the team and I don't want an environment where yeah. women don't feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. That's like that kills everything that mm-hmm. I stand for. Yeah. I and I don't think my dad, it, you know, peace be upon him, or my mother would stand for me and definitely not my not my sisters. Yeah. They call me out and be like, "Yo, I heard you on that conference call. You know, this is how you could approach that differently." Mm-hmm. You know? or did you think that the uh the women on the team that are introverts maybe they're not like maybe you're overlooking them yeah. whereas the extroverted women of course they're going to be more alpha tending tending so think about every 30 minutes giving a, a 60 second break in the conversation on a conference call to account for all introverts the men included but definitely the women who will probably mm-hmm. come last in the conversation Behind uh, uh, the introverted men. Oh, sure, it's like okay. that, that's Best how, practices? like, yeah, these are like the specific mm-hmm. things. Um, but that celebration of spirituality within women, that comes from, I mean, that's what I'm attracted to, to be honest. Like, I've always been a mystic dude, mm-hmm. a little a mystic dude, I don't even know. I I've been like a that's, I mean, mystic dude. Yeah, no, I like that. I like that. Like, who is that The next that guy? song. What does he look like? Why am I like, thinking about the T? He has I like just... a tank top and shades and like. Mystic. And uh, on the arms. Tropical. Like, yeah, he's tropical. <laughs> he's tropical. <I've> been, <laughs> <laughs> a mystic dude. Tropical dude. Near, near you. I'd rather so, a classic
0: man. Continue. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. So but I've been, I've been a mystic person since I was a kid, and um, so I I, I like, I I love the, I love women who are spiritual. Mm -hmm. I also think that that's actually what we see when we're attracted to people. Mm -hmm. We're actually drawn to that. You think it's like just the outside. Like, for example, if somebody's like, yo, Cardi B is fine, like I love her, like I want her. They see her body, right? But it's actually not that that want makes you want her so much. Mm-hmm. It's that she's unapologetically herself, yeah. And that confidence is from Cardi B's spirit. Yeah, that's her energy. That's her aura. That's why she's larger than life. Mm-hmm. Everything else came after that. She she's my personal
1: it. guru, just so you know. Yeah. Oh yeah, we yeah. talked
3: about her on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. She, she's she's fantastic. Mm-hmm. She so that's what's happening. So, so that's I, what
0: he's really drawn to. Yeah, so I wanted to
3: make a song that that speaks to that quality Mm -hmm. um it's not a trap record. like if I did you know maybe Cardi and I would do something like that like a remix a remix a Sufi (laughs) woman remix I wanted to do that and and I wanted to connect mystic women around the world Mm -hmm. but I I pick Sufi women specifically because I have a lot of friends definitely a lot of friends in New York who are actually practicing Sufi women Mm -hmm. um this is real life these are not just like lovers but like just friends in general Mm -hmm. and i i had studied as i've said before gypsy eyes by hendrix carlos Mm -hmm. santana black magic woman and a liberian girl by michael Mm -hmm. jackson Mm -hmm. so this was like my my offering to the world as far as a group of women who have been marginalized and just like all those women I just mm-hmm. met, the black magic or said the black magic woman, the gypsy women, mm-hmm. and the uh, Liberian uh the Liberian woman. Okay, so if you if you celebrate a marginalized woman, other women connect immediately. If this woman is called La Bruja, a witch, she's stoned, yeah, right, she's persecuted. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the God is in La Bruja, the God is in the witch. You will, you will realize that the power of the almighty power, mm-hmm. the 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 energy that connects everything is in her too, mm-hmm. but you can't see it, um, and that's kind of like a subtle jab at, at men specifically. So that's what Sufi woman is about. I love mm-hmm. it. I love. I know it.
0: that your the listeners are gonna feel it. They love it too, and they also want to know about this wifey hunter on yeah,
3: wifey hunt. hunt.
0: <laughs> I heard that you were looking for a Queen, a wifey, a partner yeah. at some point, maybe not actively at the moment. But since you're talking about being attracted to that spiritual yeah. nature of a woman, how does that play into your dating life and how you see yourself meeting your wife? Or, you know, that yeah, this courtship. all came from
3: a tweet that I that I put out. <laughs> you regret it? No, I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> you regret it. I don't regret it, okay, don't regret it because in this for this this album was me being way more open than i've ever been mm. i'm just getting started like this is i'm not even like i'm not even 10 in, in terms of what i i, I want to show to the world and mm-hmm. what i the work i think i can do and offer and service to the world so mm. that was part of it me being open because before honestly during the classic man era for me it, i was closed i did not trust I already have my own trust issues just coming off of previous relationships, my parents' relationship, because mm-hmm. they weren't, like, it was not healthy. Yeah. Um, so I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to date. You start just dating, redating exes. Mm-hmm. Then that then there, there's <laughs> an expiration face. date. A certain point, it's like, this face. is expired. The again. Beast. Yeah, again. again. So, like, there's a reason why it didn't work. Yeah. Right. So this, this campaign, I was like, all right, let me – I want to be open, like I read a bu- a few books, and um, I-, I felt like in every field, like unexpected income financially, mm-hmm. but also be o- unexpected love too. Mm. So that was me talking to myself, and and and, and I guess putting it out there. Um, sometimes you forget, like you're yeah. tweeting, you're sharing this with everybody the in the way, world, buddy. Yeah. Uh but it was cool. Mm-hmm. Fine. Maybe that that's how open I am now. So yes, right. I, I wouldn't say mm. it's a hunt. It's more um
0: You're open to it.
3: Yeah, it's just me accepting it if it comes. Dating life, nah. It's not uh it's not really there. Like it, it's uh what I meet women at events. And it's loud and, we're mm-hmm. like, I mean, what, what
0: and they're you, grabbing for what you. Are you yeah. So it's a little bit chaotic, right? Because your world is fast moving and a yeah lot's the, happening. the issue
3: is like I, I like connection but the time like I don't ha- the time's not there. I don't want to say fair. I don't have it. I'm not gonna make the time right now. Mm-hmm. And not and at least honesty, right now, yeah. not in the middle of 85 to Africa. Like, yeah, maybe in between albums. Mm-hmm. Maybe the tough part is artists have to be in stock more than ever now. Mm-hmm. So, you have to have out you have to push out content. Mm-hmm. It, it, creators, y'all, you have to put crank this out so much more. Yeah. And you're so available because of the phone. Yeah, all those things really make it hard for anybody actually to date and you're so swipeable now that you can be like eh, eh. i just didn't like the little bump behind her earlobe <laughs> or like eh, there's got to be somebody else that has the, the blonde eye like you know what i mean it's, it's like it's ridiculous yeah now. it makes you picky and yes. yeah yeah and this city's hard too mm-hmm. there's so many people like So, man, my homie was like, man, I love, I love Curl Fest. (laughs) And, like, I love Curl Fest. But he was like, but now it's harder for me. He's like, because I realized, like, this girl I was dating in Brooklyn, she's not the only one. Like, there's a bunch of them like that. A lot. You feel me? So I was like, damn, this is options. Yeah. Um, and then, but then that that overwhelms you. and You don't mm-hmm. feel like you have options. And for some people, there aren't as many options. Like it, I think men have a uh, heterosexual men specifically have an unfair advantage because of. I mean, there's a whole. I mean, y'all, y'all. I don't have to explain. We it know. Here. Yeah. So, we both
1: went to black colleges. The, the, that, yeah. that ratio was real. So real.
3: <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> yeah. That's uh,
1: they already that's
0: won. It. Up next, more Yes Girl to come.
4: When did you know Black was beautiful? I feel I always knew that I was beautiful. I definitely always felt different. Always. Always. Yeah, always. You know, i always you known Black is
2: beautiful, definitely.
4: Yeah. It's, it's funny you ask, because I, I wrote a song when I was seven, and I said, I'm a beautiful Black queen, but I'm a generous
1: queen. That's something that my mother, like, always taught me. She definitely always let me know that I was beautiful consistently and she always reminded me of that
4: Hey y'all, it's Julie Global Wilson and you are listening to The Color Files. The Color Files is really special because it is a celebration of black beauty. So you have to have that sense of self and strength and, and know that it's it's
1: The most beautiful thing like being black
4: but you always knew that being a black woman you were lit for sure for sure for sure i never felt less than as a black woman growing up no i love hearing stories and i love hearing people talk about the trials and tribulations but also the successes that they've gone through and i think we can inspire people and entertain them
2: my mother always taught me from a young age to know
0: my worth there's racism within the race and Sometimes I would go on vacation. I would get a little bit darker than I was when I left and I would get back and people would make fun of me.
4: If you're a fan of beauty, you're definitely going to love this because you'll probably know most of the people, if not all the people that I'm speaking to. But if you're not a fan of beauty, you're absolutely going to still love it. I have Justine Sky here. This is Iman. I am here with Miss Elle Varner. I have with me Yandy Smith.
0: Hey, this is Sir John. Sir John, celebrity makeup artist.
4: It's my honor as the global beauty director to really bring their stories to the forefront and make sure that they are forever and always documented and people can come back. I would love all of you to tune into the color files on iTunes or wherever you can find podcasts.
1: What do you love about spreading the ideals of Pan Africanism, especially now?
3: uh i love it because i know that it's true mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like that's the coolest thing mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's like right i'll fight anybody yeah. in the planet like anybody know it or other planets if they exist i know it to be true i gave like i give these speeches at the end of these pop-up listening parties and one thing i started saying in different cities from Shawtown to to dc was that mm-hmm. unity is a truth mm-hmm. It's not a wistful wish. Mm-hmm. The Every single thing, this coffee I'm drinking now, the water that we share, the, that's in your cup, it's in my cup, the air that we breathe. Mm-hmm. It's just a scientific truth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, the molecules are shared. And I believe that nature shares itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when I was in Jamaica, I went to this like spring. It was like a bath, natural mineral bath. And the water got lodged in the rock and then it heated up so hard that it, it juts out out of the rock. In the same way that water in the winter here, when it goes into the cracks of the street, it it, it starts yeah. expanding yeah. because nature can't be contained. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It always wants to share itself. Even if it's destroying like fire and a Mm -hmm. a forest fire, it's looking for somewhere to share itself. Mm -hmm. When it doesn't share itself, it feels like it's unnatural. That's why human beings, when we see somebody, we call it greedy, who's not sharing, we think it's Mm. unnatural. So so that, Mm
2: -hmm.
3: I mean, in a nutshell, that is why I know unity to be a truth because it it speaks on connection. That's why I love it.
0: And that's uh-huh. why you share yourself through the music, 100%. through your intellectual process.
3: Yeah. All of us. That's all we want to do. Since we were babies, we want to share.
1: Wow,
0: all of us, you think, want to share ourselves?
3: Every, it's a natural thing. I think competition's part of it too. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong, but cooperation is more. It's actually, I believe, is a higher ratio. We want to, sh- we want to cooperate and share more than compete.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: All right. You're
0: just giving us a good
1: word. I know. I'm sitting, I'm actually processing uh, this seriously. and thinking about just
0: thinking about because when you said the water in the streets, I was like, Oh, and then it makes potholes. But yeah, then when but, you were like, But it has to be free and it has to spread out yeah. like, okay, now I don't I can't even be mad at a pothole.
1: That was nature's trying <laughs> I know. to fight its I way keep thinking out of about winter. and it's one of my favorite lines from Jurassic Park when Jeff Goldblum has that line that says nature always finds a way. Yeah. Mm. And like and it's kinda like when you said the concrete, when you walk yeah. around, especially in New York and you see concrete concrete, but then you see this little little green thing breaking mm-hmm. up and, and it's uh, like it's finding a way have to be y'all there. seen pictures of new
3: york before no. before oh yeah you got before see before what before we started putting buildings and skyscrapers and in cement it. and mm-hmm. asphalt it was all
0: green i bet and
3: yeah it was wow. like so so central park mm-hmm it was a country essentially that's how <laughs> the whole island was yeah. hmm in fact, it was less like just grass. Yeah. It was more, I mean, there's grass, forest. but there's more mm-hmm. forest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So imagine that on every island, every borough. So wow. we put all this on top. And just so, left that So that's why patch. nature's like, yo, get out of my <laughs> way, dog." <laughs> I'm trying to get through. You know. Get out of the way.
0: I went to Spelman College, <laughs> and one of the requirements Congratulations, is Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for saying that. <laughs> You know, it's not. I feel like it's the popular HBCU, but you know, Howard and Hampton get all the love.
1: I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna keep my oh, thoughts to myself.
0: I don't. It, there's a lot more Hampton and Howard women in that sense. So, <coughs> Hampton. You know. see? Oh, see, that's I within
3: the HBCU community. It's for family. those of us who didn't go to HBCU, it's all y'all, are all up there. Yeah. okay. It's, all, it's like the Ivy League. It's like I agree. Yeah.
0: Thank you for saying that. And I don't know if you know this, but as a freshman, every incoming freshman at Spelman has to take ADW. which stands for African Diaspora in the World. Thank God. You have to pass it for two semesters before you can even move on to your sophomore year. And back then, not to age myself, I'm not going to do that, but back then I... I kind of, I think a lot of us were a little annoyed at first because, you know, you get there and you just want to jump right into your major. And it wasn't necessarily an elective. It felt like an elective, but it wasn't. It was mandatory. But I'm so happy every day since I graduated. I'm so happy that I took that class because there's just conversations that I understand and, Mm -hmm. you know, things in the news that happen and I have the context. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You -hmm. know what I mean? And we didn't know what to do with it. A lot of us then. But how seeing how it's shown up in my now life. Now you have the framework. The right. Framework. So listen yeah. to you talk about the importance of understanding the diaspora and the roads back. Yeah. And, you know, the two-way roads. Yeah. You know, it's key. Yeah, it is. Yeah.
2: And we need it in
1: college. Can we uh, shift a bit? Because we want to get into this album. Yes. Yeah. That we love. Yeah. Uh, explain to me. I mean, I know in the song you explain it, but just walk us, our listeners, through the concept behind 85 to Africa. And also this dope-ass artwork. Okay. I mean, yeah. because it is beautiful.
3: Yes. Um, well, let me start with um, Fahamu, the one and only legendary artist out of uh, Atlanta, Atlanta-based artist. He did the the artwork, and he did a fantastic job. We had True. the... Con- I, I worked out the concept with my team. Fear and Fancy is my squad. Mm-hmm. Whipple Wiley is my creative director. And we, we wanted to... Be semi literal with the the um, eighty five to Africa theme, which was inspired by the highway in Atlanta that brings you to the airport. Oh yeah, the eighty five. There's other ways to get there, but eighty five. Eighty five was the way I used to to take. And we wanted to create a cover that felt like literally like oh these Atlanta folks is just traveling across the Atlantic Ocean, mm. and and. And going to this kind of golden age, and that's the golden cover that Fahamu painted. I think was perfect for that. And he usually uses that. Um, but traveling on the way to to the continent mm-hmm. of Africa, uh, whatever city they they decide to go to. So there's a, there's. But I like the little the vehicles. You got the little scooter. Yep. You got um. You know the Afro punk kind of looking woman on the scooter. You got the the little. Uh, cars in a bay we used to call them scrapers Scraper, uh <laughs> you got um in nigeria we call that a downfall but mm-hmm. the that specific uh van was inspired oh. by the senegalese version of the downfall and mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. um, in haiti they call top tops
3: exactly Every, everybody got their <laughs> yeah. thing mm-hmm.
0: like the dollar man yeah,
1: yeah but it's the fact that they're painted really mm-hmm. color I, I, yes. are the w- if
3: we could like paint here i mean in yeah. new york like I'm sure there's restrictions in the US. But. In
1: Nigeria are they uh religious based? Uh, yeah, yeah in Haiti Jesus, they are too. White Jesus, Jesus is gonna yeah. show up on there.
3: Yeah. White <laughs> Jesus next to Whiz <laughs> Like that's that's, that's Nigeria. <laughs> but like that's the that's but it's cool because if you look on it, it has like bank head, east point, mm-hmm. um all these Atlanta neighborhoods are written on the side of it. Um and like there's there's like offsets on it. <laughs> <laughs> Look at it. There's like this so, little dude yeah. in there. He looked like Offset. I, uh, Bahama see. was laughing because he's like, "No, nah, I didn't mean to paint it's, Offset." Just, I see But you it. got no. You yeah. have to. You have to go real close. Big yeah. Yeah. If you have like, if it's on Google Image, just zoom in on. There's a little <laughs> dude with dreadlocks in there. <laughs> it's definitely <laughs> offset. offset. Oh my God. Um, I love the
0: reference though.
3: But yeah, so that's that's the idea. Um, the reason why Highway is important as opposed to. Another analogy is because a highway is a, a bi-directional street mm. with mm-hmm. and it's fast-paced mm-hmm. and has multiple lanes. Mm-hmm. So this is not Marcus Garvey. In fact, he wasn't actually saying just go to back to Africa, but he, had, he. But you know, that's what we take from him. Yeah, okay. I'm not saying that. Mm-hmm. I'm not just saying go one way. I'm saying to we need movement. Yeah. Yes, yeah. we need movement across. And we need multiple lanes, meaning multiple countries, multiple cities. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has to be fast. Because yeah. yes. if we do not do this, we are literally risking like our children's children. All these other things that we're worrying about, t- I really believe in future generations' lives. Mm-hmm. If we don't move right now, then we risk ownership and power for yeah. the next 500 years at least.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So what if you could... Summarize. I, I'm. I'm. Imagine the album is kind of like a roadmap to that, right? Yeah. If you could summarize it, what are the steps that you want people to take? Thought I imagine is the first step. Think about it. Understand it. Have I would just travel first. Just I, go. Yeah.
3: I, yeah. I wouldn't even. Don't think about it. No. Just go. It, it, it's. It's funny. I was talking with some of my homies, like who had just come back for the first time. Mm-hmm. They was like, "Yo, man, you've been saying this for years, but like." When I heard you, like I was just thinking, I guess they're like the way I was raised. I would just be like, all right, like yeah, connect to the motherland. But they're like, now nah, I'm never. I don't even. I don't even think like that anymore. I, it wasn't even anything you said, it, or anything that happened there specifically. It was just the feeling I got. Being there. It's a feeling, yeah. and it changes you. Yeah, and you'll never be the same. Yeah, and you'll go back. Yeah, again and again. And that was it. So I, I, would say just travel wide, as Bob Marley say, travel, vacation. Mm-hmm. I would, but not like don't just do the tourist stuff, um, and don't just go to, uh, like on safaris. That's mm-hmm. not really gonna give you anything. Mm-hmm. That's a very Eurocentric yep. way of going about it. Absolutely. That's what white people do, mm-hmm. and you start realizing how much you're influenced by white America mm-hmm. when you start going to Africa you like oh man
1: preach on it i was in i had a chance to go to uh kenya yep. and tanzania yeah and uh our he was our photo assistant but he lived in tanzania great guy shout out to paul hicks he but he's lived there for 20 years but we did all the things you just said we yep. went to the safari mm-hmm. we uh we did the big uh, balloon we had a uh, breakfast in the bush and being American Black, I was like, oh, my God, I'm in Africa, blah, blah, blah. And I remember posting on Instagram, people were like, I can't believe you just used the term Bush, you know, to talk about Africa, you know, blah, blah, blah. People were really coming for me. But to your point about just being there open my eyes to what I've been fed about, quote, unquote, Africa. Mm-hmm. Like, I realized coming back, I realized I need to just stop seeing... Africa I need to talk specific about the country yeah. I need to talk specifically about the language yeah. uh, in preparation in talking to today I was reading this great article on okay player about like we need to stop saying Afrobeats. Yeah. like even in describing your you, you know there is specific things there are specific, things, uh, there are specific genres mm-hmm. that each cu- country there contribute yeah. to quote unquote the African African music mm-hmm. that's so popular now so but I totally agree with you like you need to be there to see it. And then digest because one and one last thing, and I'll wrap this up is I remember uh, being on a, the balcony in Zanzibar and looking yeah. out in the Indian Ocean, and being like, "This is Africa. This is I would have never thought to vacation in Africa yeah. until I was literally there." And it just I just happened to be lucky and got, went got to go on a work trip.
3: Yeah, I mean, so you touched on a few things mm-hmm. like. Number one, usually when we first go, it's, it's exactly what you mm-hmm. described, mm-hmm. the safari. Yeah. And for the record, the bush thing, thats you as Africans Africans say bush, like it's not. That's well, not these a, people, they two three a, people. They, can't not, they, they, came, they tried to they drag hoteps, me. because that ain't, that ain't <laughs> like, that's like, that's what you said now. You said the bush. is not, not something wrong. Yeah. So like the, um, but the thing is like when I went to Nairobi, mm-hmm because i had i had d- done a safari before in south africa like i went to nairobi and i was like yo we're going to i want to go to what the, the create like the the people my age would go to mm-hmm. so this dude was like yo you got to go to i forgot the name of it but it was like a flea market mm-hmm. so we mm-hmm. went to the we flea market felt like brooklyn mm-hmm. like exactly mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it uh, air, yeah. the way people dressed Um, It was a a Kenyan, you know, they had the Kenyan spice on it, Nairobi spice on it Mm -hmm. in terms of style, which was really fresh. But it was thrift shop. It was all, I bought some, it was great. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So seeing that was like huge for me. Mm -hmm. Doing the things that you do here, like going to a a coffee shop in Accra, like going, or in uh, Victoria Island in Lagos, Mm -hmm. like just chilling and getting a latte. Mm -hmm. Those are the things that are actually super important. Or you know, going to a golf course in Centurion in South Africa mm-hmm. that feels like you are in Atlanta because it's all black golfers. Oh. You know
2: wow. what I mean, yeah.
3: And and it's like super big houses nearby with cul-de-sacs, mm-hmm. which is this is straight like mm-hmm. Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So, those are the experiences I think are fun. Or sixty dollars uh, VSOP uh, bottle <laughs> service in in, uh, in Nairobi. Like these are these are real experiences. It's so the cheap. things we
0: would do
3: here. The the things you would do here. you can here, have them there. Those are like the important ones. Because, and it's important to do the safari too, mm-hmm. sure. But just make sure it's a Balance. balanced trip. Yeah. You know what I mean? Balanced. Yeah. I think that that's what gives you the the real picture. And then the vacation that you you, you thought you could only get in the Caribbean mm-hmm. or somewhere else, to your point. Um, all, that it, right all that makes it. I was recently in Dakar, Senegal with NBA Africa. And there's this monument. I don't even remember the name of the the actual monument, but if you look it up, like it's there. It's their Statue of Liberty, but instead yeah. of um, <laughs> this like French yeah. white lady holding a torch, <laughs> it's this swole. This is swole father. It is like a. It's definitely a patriarchal family, but the cool thing about it is it's a family. Mm-hmm. So it's a swole dude he's carrying his baby like this. Is this it? Yeah. What? and and then uh I assume his wife is there. And so this family is jutting out into the Atlantic Ocean. And it's so huge. I believe it's actually way bigger than the Statue of Liberty. But if you look at it like I saw this out looking out into the ocean, I was like, Wow, this is incredible. Wow. It's it's a powerful image because it it it's something that we don't have here. Like, Atlas, that that's the Adal- <laughs> Atlas, Atlas Obs- Obscura.
1: Oh, oh, no, that's the blog. Oh, I'm sorry. No, blog. my bad, my bad.
3: Site. African, uh, Re- African Renaissance pa- Monument. That's what they're saying. Okay, yeah. That, mm-hmm. At least in English. I need to see mm-hmm. that in person. Yeah, so you see those kind of things. You're like, man, this is like, it, 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 it's a... Uh, oh,
1: shoot. I really look at the scale of it now. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I'm saying. Oh, my God.
3: Y'all, we had to go educational way, break here. Look at that.
1: What?
0: Whoa. I have to see this in person. Yeah.
3: So that's gonna change your life. You know what I mm, mean you right. see that? it's 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 gonna change how you view yourself. So mm-hmm. that's why I think it's so important because your self worth is directly tied to what you see and images you see of yourself. And that self worth then is also tied to where you are on the economic ladder. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So on a very basic level for eighty five to Africa. I'm saying that your pride in yourself, your pride in yourself as a black person mm-hmm. is tied to your pride in yourself in, in recognizing that you're African. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then that, if you increase your, your self-worth, you increase where we are on the economic ladder, we will no longer be on the bottom mm-hmm. because we know how powerful we are. But yeah. that will only happen if you, especially black people in this country, because it's such a specific story here in the Caribbean, specifically, and Latin America, that it will only happen if you recognize that you're African.
1: All right, I have to say one thing, because you are Nigerian. When I went there as a Black American, I was not welcomed. This was when was a, I this? was at least I my daughter's. Story. My, my daughter's ten, so this is like eleven years ago. I. Was not embraced. Now on the flip side, I definitely thought I could put on some uh, um, uh, African print head wrap and thought I could blend in in the market, and I was called <laughs> out. But what is the difference now? Called we, out? Oh yeah, no, they called it, They, they call me a white woman. Oh, they yeah, call
3: yeah, me a white woman. But yeah, so but was I. and so is people now? darker than me. On y'all, yeah. time. yeah. Oh, you boy. Does that or, mean, like, tourists That to means... For, uh, Oibo is, like, not... Like, you're you're a foreigner, you're a white person. Mm-hmm. Um, Akata is the name for African Americans. Of oh, course you're, yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing, like, it's not, well, one, it's not... Uh, I know everybody expects, like, a welcoming yeah, ceremony. Right. And I actually believe that people should have one.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, I think that... And I think certain countries are more equipped than others... To, to do welcome, that. I do think Nigerians are the, one of the most hospitable mm-hmm. people on planet earth. I've been to a lot of countries, and my
1: experience was in Ghana, just FYI, which
3: mm-hmm. is interesting because mm-hmm. Ghana is very their whole thing is aquaba, which means welcome. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, they're actually in general better than other countries in terms of welcoming, mm-hmm. but again, like this is a you, it's all about who you go with, yeah, like any country. Mm-hmm. I can go to France and be like, oh, they were so not welcoming to me, I was just passing through Morocco. It had tough time in the airport because I came from Lagos, so I'm cast amongst all the Nigerians. It was me and a bunch of African Americans, by the way, mm-hmm. wow. but we were all Nigerian yeah. because we came from a Lagos flight. It mm-hmm. was not a good time in that airport, mm-hmm. but I'm not gonna speak, you know, badly about Morocco. I do know that it, it's a different experience for everybody. Yeah. I do think that I, I what I want is the same kind of welcoming that I've heard. That Israel gives to um, Jewish people from abroad once they find out, oh, you're you're foreign born, mm-hmm. um, but that took time mm-hmm. for the record for Israel, and I mm-hmm. think it'll take time with different Afri- African yeah. countries and cities. Um, but I th- the other thing is like there's a lot of miseducation mm-hmm. both ways. Like to your point, you're like I put on this this headscarf, thought I was gonna blend in. You were confused to be called this other word. Yeah like basically white person and feeling foreign and cast aside Mm -hmm. Um, on on one end your expectations you know you you realize now okay I got to manage them on the other end they're not thinking like yo this is me coming to return Mm -hmm. this is me coming to connect nobody's you know I've been in conversations in like a tropical market African market (laughs) <laughs> with with my homie would come in the African market. I'm like, Yeah, this is where we get our, our spices and whatnot. And uh my my guy like looks kinda like a he looks he looks Ghanaian but the guy thought he was Nigerian. So the guy in the micro was like Hey and your friend, is he uh you're you're a Niger boy? And my friend was like, No, I'm uh Well, I'm I just uh, I'm Ghanaian, uh, but I just I just uh he's like, Oh, Charlie Mm-hmm. chale is like you know homie or yeah. whatever what's up and he's like uh, what's that mean he's like chale <laughs> no you're, you're in. and uh he's like well i did my dna that's how i know i'm in. <laughs> and uh and dude was like he's like dna he's like dna that's a waste of time <laughs> he was like f dna man he's like and dude was like damn like what do you mean like right like is, that's what brought me I oh my I know, god he's like he's sunk yeah and I, I had to explain to dude i was like yo See, the, guy, the the tough part is I'm translating. This is all in English, but uh-huh. I'm translating. I tell the Nigerian, like, I, first I tell my homie, I'm like, yo, he doesn't mean any harm by it. He's probably not even talking about you. He just doesn't like DNA, period. Right, like, like he's just oh, mad he's at like DNA. like an old, like an old unk. Like, I don't
2: send my DNA to Ancestry.com. You're not going to put me in the registry. <laughs> for drugs and
3: pharmaceutical industries. Yeah. Like, that's what he's actually saying. Yeah. But then the Nigerian dude, I'm like, yo, bro, this he's trying to connect like this right. is a big moment yeah and you're like an you just, ambassador now right? of africa it's, to him like you're the ambassador of africa <laughs> <laughs> and so he wants to be accepted he wants you to be like yo that's great i will say it's shifting <laughs> like it's mm-hmm. easier like our generate millennial and gen z like I, or whatever they call us yeah. they we're we're more um i think because of music and instagram mm-hmm. We feel like we're more connected. I think in a way that I, 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 I see older people now. Mind you, we still got the same issues. Yeah, same issues. But our our message, if you look at the artists, is come back, yeah. come back. And, and I, I'm an African American. And I'm not American. Mm-hmm. I'm not one or the other. Mm-hmm. There's no way. I don't think you can be Caribbean American or first generation African and grow up in this country and be like, I'm just that. No, you not. No. You're like one, we on the we are here because of the work that African Americans, Black people in this country, put forth on this land that built this land fought for this land fought for justice on this land so there's no way you can come up here years and be like yeah i'm just that yeah. and and we're all connected like mm-hmm. you the, the our families were brought here so i'm not like i don't feel any way i grew up here you know what mm-hmm. i mean yeah. for the majority of my life so that my experiences are in caribbean american and black american neighborhoods for the record mm-hmm. so i don't i don't see myself as somehow distinct the things that are distinct is yes can i trace my ancestry but guess what my sister did a dna test and this is for you guys to know Mm -hmm. um you would think okay it's gonna be 50 percent nigerian right my dad is nigerian but those numbers are not even i had more from cameroon they were spread across togo benin um it was all over the place like in nigeria was actually lower than those Mm
2: -hmm. why
3: is that well, that's because ethnic groups, we, we lived in a borderless Africa. So mm-hmm. ethnic groups were more fluid yeah. and they migrated. Mm-hmm. And then British specifically dumped a bunch of ethnic groups in the Nigerian border.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: That's so important. So the Nigerian, the, the idea of just pride in one country is slightly false. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, it's new, but it, it we have more in common actually with Caribbean Americans and black Americans than we think.
0: Oh, Yes.
1: So. I, I love, I just, well, I'm not going to hog this, but no, I home. just, I was, uh, Charlie knows this because I just, um, my child's father's Haitian yeah. and I saw, I know the line in the song, you like, you grew up with Haitians. yes, Babancou, the best rum ever, but um, I just came back from there and I constantly tell people it's like Africa's in our backyard. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's to you know it's chaotic, yeah. but it's also extremely beautiful. Yeah. That it's just you know it's just like right Nigeria. there. Oh yeah. Very much so. Very much.
0: I was over here just thinking about all the diversity of my DNA and how excited I am. Oh. That's another thing.
1: But we I, could go on and on. About we could that. go on and on about that. But I do think I'm curious to go back to West Africa to see. The change in my own personal experience, because you're right, I did. I realized. I remember calling my mother from uh, uh, a payphone, and I cried mm-hmm. somewhere and saying, "Mommy, we're really American." Like yeah. we, were, I, and I was heartbroken because yeah. I really thought they were gonna be like, "Sister, come on over when, here." And I was, and then, and, and but a, a friend of mine, shout out to Nana Ison, when I came, who's Ghanaian, uh, I came back and told her. Um, Cause I said my time here was really hard, and it was. I'll tell you offline. Yeah. It was. It was. It was. We. Yeah, it was. We were being bamboozled by the taxi drivers. It was just, yeah. you know, whatever. Was so, and yeah. I was just, yeah. And my uh, nana that said to me, she said, Corey, I apologize. I should have told you where to go. Yeah. I should have really connected with you. It's not like it is now because everybody on Instagram, everybody, you know, you, know where you, have, you yeah. have a more yeah. curated. Yeah, yeah. 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 But then I didn't. I was literally going off a of Fodor's book to a guide to West yeah, that's,
0: Africa. That's, and if that's it makes you feel any better. That happened to me in Jamaica. Like yeah. We were on the horseback oh, riding mm-hmm. and the kids were like, white people, white people. And oh. we were like. Where? You yeah. <laughs> were talking about us. Yeah. So I think just that yeah. they yeah,
3: meant tourists. Same thing in Jamaica. I've <laughs> yeah. heard that and, like. and and yeah, I think time times are changing for mm-hmm. the better. Mm-hmm. I mean there's there's like Tastemakers Africa, my my friend Sheree, mm-hmm. she she's uh she curates these kind mm-hmm. of trips to yep. make it easier. Absolutely. Um but also like some of that is a rites of passage, I'll be honest. Yeah. Like bamboozled by the taxcounter, <laughs> yes. <laughs> great <laughs> can't bargain in the market they ripping nope. you off yeah <laughs> you need to learn that like that's i'm just being honest like some of that is what it is like mm-hmm. you earn your stripes yeah what, what people want to see is and especially west africa i think like nigeria is like this senegal is a little different they're a little bit more like lax mm-hmm. but like nigeria ghana i've heard cote d'ivoire i haven't been there it's like it's like black people here. It's like more. It's more aggressive. Mm-hmm. Like Haiti, mm-hmm. uh, Jamaica, these countries. Like you have to like flex. Like if in that DNA conversation in the market, mm-hmm. if my boy was like, Nah, I don't know what chala is. I don't know that, but I'm learning. And yeah, I did my DNA. I like DNA. The guy would be like, Okay, okay. <laughs> I like this guy, <laughs> like it's like that it's yeah. kind of like yeah. I'm here mm-hmm. so you you can't tell me I'm not African. I'm yeah. like I am yeah. African, and I grew up there, like they say the same things to first generation African kids. they call like so if you're a Ghanaian American or uh-huh. you're Nigerian American, mm-hmm. I'm speaking West Africa because that's what I know. Mm-hmm. Shout out to East Africa, North Africa, South Africa, mm-hmm. Central Africa for the record mm-hmm. because I, I they don't get uh, enough attention, no. I feel like. Because Nigeria has the numbers, mm-hmm. really. Right. Um, but like, when you grow up, if you're a first generation, they call you the same things you got. Mm-hmm. It actually even le- it, the skin color is, is less important. It's more that you're foreign born. Yeah. So they say Akata, Akata boy come home, which means the African American boy or Anyacha. And they'll, they'll joke with you and you're never Ghanaian enough and you're never Nigerian yeah. enough. It's the same experience. And you don't know because you you have been Americanized. So you do get tricked by the taxi cab driver. <laughs> you do struggle and it you have to learn it. But once you learn it, you feel like it feels amazing. Yeah. And, and you get new opportunities that you didn't have before.
0: I like the idea of a rite of passage, though, because then it's like if you can be strong and push through what yeah. you get at the end of it. With any rite of passage, yeah. like pledging a or yeah.
1: going through it, you're going to get that reward, yeah. which is to feel home.
3: Oh, yeah. So yeah. I'm
1: here for that. No, it's funny. I, uh, one thing, a uh, quick story, one thing that was happening in Accra, I went there over-tipping. Cause I was like, well, we have more, you know, we can overtip. And my girlfriend was like, I am not tipping, cause you know she had a low-paying job. She was like, this is what I make, Corey. I'm not gonna do it. But when we got bamboozled that last time, I was like, Nikki, you right? Like, Fuck them. <laughs> they we're gonna do whatever the fare is. That's all we're paying. I, yeah. I was so I had gotten so angry, but it did make me buck up and be like, yeah, all right, I'm American, but what's the price? Like yeah. I just was like, just. Stop playing games with me, like, and I had, but it was a wake up call for me. It is. You, it was a wake learn, up call for me. You learn the me.
3: game. You learn where to tip and where not to. Yeah, tip.
1: yeah. Uh, two more questions before you wrap up. One, I see this tattoo peeking out. Yeah. Please talk
3: about it because it looks beautiful. Yeah. So it starts on my chest. Mm-hmm. This is my 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 middle name DK is mm-hmm. written right here. Okay. This is the ancient writing system, 2000 to 5000 BC to wow. be precise, in West Africa, in modern-day southeastern Nigeria. It's called Insibidi. And this, once I found out about this language, I studied it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm about to learn all these. I started writing down symbols in this book I had, and I just wrote and wrote and wrote until I really felt like I understood. I'm not like an expert, but I had to feel it. Mm-hmm. The reason why it was important to me was because we've been taught, like, we don't have a history or our history was oral tradition, mm-hmm. you know, which is cute, you know what I'm saying, like <laughs> <laughs> hey, black people, you know you guys didn't write it down no. you, you just mm-hmm, talked about mm-hmm. it, and now you regret that, don't you? <laughs> that's pretty much what it is, but then you have like afrocentric people like, but it's beautiful, that's why we're oral <laughs> like, nah, buddy, this shit sucks. <laughs> like, so we once, need to receive, like yo, nobody. Yeah, that be a, to do uh, real.
1: Wait, that should be a drunk history episode. <laughs> like, Nobody, nobody had a pen. Nobody
2: about
3: it. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh-huh. so once I found it out, I was like, oh, okay, got it. Cool. So we did have mm-hmm. it. Um, and there's other writing systems for the record. This was the oldest one in West Africa okay. to date. Mm-hmm. In is what it's called. And then in, in the Igbo culture that I I um I stem from there's a tattoo system called Uli. Uli. Yeah, U L I Uli. Mm-hmm. Uli. Mm-hmm. So, which some of those symbols derived or came from Sibidi. Okay. So, I I wanted to tattoo it on my body. Mm-hmm. So it's a reminder to myself and to all Black people that yes we got it. Okay. And yes we actually did use to tattoo some of these symbols on our body. Mm-hmm. And I'll I'll never forget and I never. Uh, think that we didn't have writing systems Mm -hmm. and and ways to record our thoughts and ways to record our history so that's on my chest and my shoulder Mm -hmm. and it pretty much says like DK means the heroic, courageous one Mm -hmm. and then I put like Eze which means high chief or uh, some people translate it to mean king. Okay. It unifies the people mm-hmm. with music, which is on my shoulder, okay. mm-hmm. and that's like, and then uh, with the help of the ancestors, and that okay. those are, and then tucked under like my ar- like near my armpit um, is uh, this trickster uh, character, mm-hmm. because uh, yeah, I mean I'm a I'm definitely a magician archetype, like I, I that's do. That's a um. Carl is it the
1: trickster a part of a uh, Condomble? Yes. Yes,
3: yeah yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, all yeah. for that. Mm-hmm, like, I'm mm-hmm. I'm with it. Like mm-hmm. uh I if, the name, if yeah. in Haiti for for example, mm-hmm. Papa Legba mm-hmm. is the, the, the trickster. I made yeah. a song for him.
0: Papa Legba, mm-hmm. I know
2: that reference. Yeah, mm-hmm. so
3: that's that's those are kind of the symbols. And then I combined it with Polynesian symbols and okay. the guy who uh this guy Josh from Island Tattoo in San Diego, he's the one that did it. Okay. And I, I just think their lines are amazing. Yeah. And I, f- I felt like it looked s- closest to the tattooing that I saw traditional tattoos from West Africa, mm-hmm. and specifically from um, Uli Ibo tattooing. So that's how that's why I worked with the Polynesians, and I and I lived in a Polynesian neighborhood in in East Palo Alto, California. Okay. So I all that was natural for me to have all these symbols. So he did my arm in more traditional Hawaiian. Um, and some Tongan and Samoan symbols.
1: So you make my little
3: type written
1: feel real <laughs> basic. <laughs>
0: why well, did I got three? But they're well, not
3: that deep. No, yeah. I'm working on it. It's clean. You know, I want to be light on this um, <laughs> I'm not going to do nothing crazy. Just real easy. I just
0: love okay. the thought that you put into it. Yeah. You know what no, I mean? No, that's beautiful. That's why I stopped getting tattoos. Because I was like, I got, I want to really be clear on meaning. Yeah. I didn't even
3: take that long, by the way. I'm an all-in type of person. <laughs> it oh, wow. was wow. not clear. Okay. Nah, I, like This wasn't years of mm-hmm. thought. I thought about this at the end of last year, and I got it in January. Okay. Did like, you do it
1: in one sitting?
3: Yeah, well, Ooh. you can't do it all. It was 26 hours, so we <sighs> we did 13 and 13. So shout out to Josh for doing that. Like, wow, he hung in there with me. <laughs> he was like, "You still want to keep going?" I was like, "Yeah." It was the longest tattoo he'd ever given in his life. Wow. And Ray wow. Lewis, the football player, went to him, mm-hmm. and he stopped at his his arm, his uh, and a half sleeve because it hurt too much. I don't know if I was supposed to say that, but I did say that. Nah, it's cool. I'm bragging. (laughs) Own it. Yeah, I'm bragging. I stood through it. It was rough.
1: Okay, I need to know, what happened to your audition tape for Scar? Did Disney never get back to you?
3: (laughs) Nah, you know, it was one of the quickest, um, quickest no's I've ever got. Uh Usually, like, they get the agent, and they're like, yeah, you know if you know we're still considering now we were done it was quick
1: <laughs> but thank you we love the album thank i know you, you got two more that you recorded with 85 to africa
3: yeah yeah it's they're gonna be different names but um we can't wait yeah i did 120 songs what? in the span of like a year and a half with nana quabana and steve rhythm Those are my a and r my producer but that was uh you be working where did you Where did you record? Yeah, that's my problem. When you talk about <laughs> dating. You don't no, have time. No, for real. No, no, time. no. You always have time. You don't make the time. You don't want to make the time. Uh, which, I,
0: which
1: we went
3: over. I, no, I'm like that's one of you are talking things.
1: to the love expert here. Yeah, sorry. Talk oh, about need, different jobs. No, job. no, no. you do, I, for do I not
3: want to make the time right now. No, but but hopefully shortly I will. But I'm saying it's a real thing that I oh, have yes. to overcome because my dad. I never like. I never saw my, my parents in love. I never saw mm-hmm. them, like, really hug or anything. I ne- My dad worked. My mom worked. My mom worked multiple jobs. My dad was disabled. Mm-hmm. My dad was still, with his disability, tried to create these computer blueprints mm-hmm. in a living room. I never, yeah. I never, he worked till he died. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, I don't have a framework right now for, like, that kind of balance and what real. it looks like for yeah. yeah and it was always like work over romance in mm. fact he romanticizes mission which mm. is what i do mm. and i and i don't mm. always convert that to my relationship i did in high school i did some romantic things like i did one time <laughs> this last story one time uh my girlfriend my high school sweetheart she was from jamaica um I, I invited her over. Sorry, Ma, when you weren't there. It was a Wednesday. It was a half day. I invited her over, and um, she came to the door, and I, I like swung open the door and ran, and there was a trail I left of ramen noodles, <laughs> bit by bit, all the way to the bathroom. And I had filled the bathroom up with ramen <laughs> Not noodles, noodles. Not noodle. You know that? Have you ever seen that image of Tupac when he's in the bathtub oh, yes. with the with roses? That, <laughs> that was me and ramen noodles. What? What was the ramen, ramen noodle reference? Oh. Or is that too personal? Oh, no. It was just that was what I it was had. Like, I ain't <laughs> had nothing. Like, what was I going to do? I ain't had no roses. And I thought, I knew she would think this this guy's ridiculous. You yeah. know what I'm saying? A ramen that, noodle guy. That was my romance. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that was... Uh, that's my game right there, <laughs> so I'm working on it. Okay. I'm a lot better than ramen noodles days, but uh that's that's my issue. It's mm-hmm. work over um over romance, so well,
0: your honesty about it, your vulnerability yeah. about it is really all anyone can ask for period
3: that you got it now yeah I, that, I don't You're like I'm like, clear, I'm, yeah, yeah, well, I'm moving like Samurai right now. I don't mm-hmm. know when I'm gonna pass, so everything I'm telling you is what mm-hmm. I'm here for i'm i don't I literally don't look at tomorrow's promise. I lost way too many people. And I don't know. I don't know. Like once Nip passed, I, I God rest his soul. I was at the service. I made a promise mm-hmm. to his spirit, mm-hmm. and I, I'm not gonna mm-hmm. negate on that promise. I'm going like every single day. When I'm talking to y'all, these, this is what I stand for. When I'm talking with women and relationships, that's easy now. Vulnerability, honesty, communication. That's not hard. The hard mm-hmm. part is 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 what I'm working on. Like I said, just like not uh, really not work. I've never been on a vacation. You know what I'm saying? In my life. I've never really taken a vacation for myself. Um, hmm. I took, like, a short spiritual retreat in, in Jamaica last summer mm-hmm. um, to go to Bob Marley Beach. I lived in the Marley household for a little bit, mm-hmm. or the, his children's household. I, I did certain ceremonies in, like, um, St. Thomas mm-hmm. uh, where I got, like, massaged, bathed, and, like, ready for war. Mm-hmm. But that was the closest It was like Literally very Spiritually focused wow. So I don't um, Wow That's what I'm saying It's a real issue that I, I, I feel that So when okay. I say balance That's the balance I'm really Da-da. trying to for Well we appreciate you Thank you uh, Thank you, you. Swank on Thank you very much <laughs> ah.
1: Thanks to our special guest Jadena
0: And our sponsor Mac Studio Fix
1: Be sure to listen, download or subscribe to more episodes of Yes Yes Girl Girl. featuring interviews with Jada Pinkett Smith, Amanda Seals, Ayala Van Zandt
0: and Michael B. Jordan. You can find Yes Girl on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play and wherever you listen to podcasts. Apple listeners, yes, that's you, be sure to leave a review and let us know what you think. We love reviews. Give us reviews. More and more reviews. Thank you. Don't forget to talk to us on social. At Corey Murray. At Charlie Penn on Instagram and at Man, Wife, Dog on Twitter. Be sure to use hashtag YesGirlPodcast.
1: Love ya. Talk to you soon.